completing the challenge. This is the MCO CME podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. Happy Sunday, everybody. Coming to you, I guess we can say, quote unquote, live from Las Vegas. Just got here this morning. Uh, I actually have a few days off here uh, in between um, a couple of days that we're doing here on the Reba Tour from our West Coast endeavor. Had a couple shows in, uh, where did we start off there? Reno, and then we went to Nampa, Idaho, which I've never been to before. But it looks like Red Dead Redemption territory out there. I felt like when we were kind of making our way towards the venue, I was riding my horse to Valentine. And then we ended in Salt Lake City last night. Crowds have been great. The tour has been going over really well. We only have about six shows left, so it's going to uh, wrap up sooner than later. But speaking of wrapping things up, I was able to finally conquer all of Karina's Challenges Volume 3. That's right. I am done with that's the first one I've actually done from top to bottom. I still kind of have maybe I would say half of two left, but I'm not going to do the abyss stuff. And then number one, it's like, all right, I kind of sort of did what I wanted to do. But number three was all about the eternity of pain, doing multiple runs with different champions. And I finally did it this morning because my hotel room wasn't supposed to be ready until about maybe 10 minutes ago. So that gave me some time this morning to go out there and conquer my very last run, which was completing Eternity of Pain with the hashtag Spider-Verse Champions. And I kind of deviated away from the popular path of going to the left side and cheesing the whole thing with Miles and Spider-Gwen and also Penny Parker. Um, I don't regret doing that, and I'll explain why here in a little bit. But what I decided to do was actually go to the right path, and that kind of made a whole lot of sense for the champions that I wanted to bring. And my team consisted of doing Hercules for the first four fights because he just cleans those up. And I actually did not spend a whole lot of revives on these first four fights. The only annoying one was obviously the Crossbones fight. And I'll explain something about that later as to why I chose that fight over the other path. And then once I got to the portal, uh, my team was Stark Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2099. And then I swapped out Hercules for uh, Spider-Supreme. And that was actually a really, really fun champion to bring along for this path because he does a lot of really good cheesing, especially with Icarus. I actually almost did that fight in a one-shot, but I kind of screwed up mistiming the uh, the special one, and I threw my heavy at the wrong time. So I threw early, he threw his at the right time, I died. But you know what? I got him down pretty good, and it was really cool to kind of actually take my time during that fight and really whittle him down. The real big pain during that whole path was actually Scorpion. And Craven wasn't too, too bad. I kind of used a combination of Spider-Man Supreme and also Stark Spider-Man to, you know, kind of wrap him up. Uh, Penny Parker, uh, annoying, but Stark Spider-Man takes care of business. But Spider-Man 2099 was the big MVP for my Thanos boss fight. Just because you get those ruptures on him, and especially if he's awakened, uh, having the weather debuff on him, you can hit into those blocks and just, you know, the rupture damage once they explode is really, really cool. So I used a combination of all three of my champions on that boss fight, and when I wrapped it up, it was just really fulfilling, and it was really cool to actually, you know, claim the rewards, and I was able to um, awaken my kingpin from my six-star skill nexus. I grabbed a rank five Mystic Gem, which I'm probably going to save for right now, but I am leaning towards using it on Black Widow Clairvoyant. I know that to some people that may be a little strange, but I really, really like her as a champion. I actually, like I've said before on this show, I prefer her over Dr. Doom just because of her utility. But, you know, like I said, I'm going to wait on it. 
but getting some rank up materials as well and also a generic awakening gem i was able to awaken my nimrod i ranked him up to rank three took my kingpin up and um also my absorbing man to rank three as well so i got a couple champions right here that i'm ready to use for either attackers or defenders in battlegrounds or for whatever incoming content is on the horizon but here's the big thing about completing these challenges that I want to really highlight. And this was my MVP. And I'm going to kind of, you know, beat my fist against the table on this because I did make a previous episode about the farming drought that is on the horizon. But to be honest with you, I would have never tackled this challenge today had I not been farming. And the fact that that is going away, or at least getting really reduced, is really a big shame because that was sparking my motivation to knock this last challenge out. And I feel like for a lot of other players too, they're kind of you know sitting on that in-between of is their confidence level enough and also is their inventory level enough to go out and tackle harder pieces of content. I know for me that from doing my um, portals run last week, I was very familiar. Everything was really fresh about this run. So it didn't really kind of phase me. It was just a matter of kind of using different champions in a different capacity. But having a healthy inventory for each of those runs is what actually gave me the, I, would, I dare say courage, but it gave me the motivation to really just go after it because I was kind of sitting there thinking to myself, oh, do I have enough units? Do I have enough health potions? Do I have enough revives? But you know what? I, I made it happen. I went out there and I just went out there and farmed for units. I farmed for revives and I farmed for potions. Now, granted on this run, because I wanted to knock it out before April 3rd, I didn't really have a whole lot of health potions. So I had to dip into my units and, you know, get some of those. But I still have leftover revives, which is huge. And, you know, I'm going to use those for whatever I feel like going forward. But it's just really kind of nice to get that monkey off my back in terms of the Karina Challenges Volume 3. And to get those really, really good spicy rewards, the rank five gem, it's just really cool to have. Like I said, I'm not going to really pull the trigger on it just yet. I kind of want to just sort of wait and see what happens. But I did uh, further dupe my Dr. Doom last night. So maybe there's kind of a little bit of a, of a coin flip decision here. But either way, uh, I, I feel like I can't go wrong with my Mystic. I was actually really hoping for either Cosmic or Mutant because I was going to, you know, rank five my Hercules, which would have been really badass, or rank five my Apocalypse, which would have been really, really cool. But you know what? It is what it is. I'm actually not too upset about the Mystic Gem. I think, you know, I have a really strong Mystic class, but maybe to other people, they're kind of going to frown upon that because they don't have that kind of strength as well. But the main point I'm making about this episode, and I actually said it in a uh, tweet that I put out once I completed the... Uh, the final objective was, you know, I thank the MCOC community. I tagged a bunch of people in there, but I said the real big MVP was 3.2.6, the farming fields where I got all the stuff I needed to go out there and just crush this last run. And I think that's what Kabam is really kind of shooting themselves in the foot with, especially when they think that what they're doing is going to make the game better. Uh, the farming thing, it, it, that's what is already a really great thing about the game. It encourages players to kind of, you know, mindlessly sort of auto-fight through those farming fields 
to get the right amount of resources so they can have it in their back pocket to go out there and tackle the harder pieces of content that the game throws at them. And it gives players the inspiration, the courage, and the motivation to go after that kind of stuff. So if you're going to kind of cut that off at the knees, you're going to kill a lot of players' motivations, their courages, and also their inspirations as well. It's a double-edged sword. And also, um, I hope that the backlash from this, they change their minds really quickly and let the farming fields stay. Hashtag save the farm. Maybe I should put that as like my kind of campaign slogan for this whole thing. I don't know. But yeah, hashtag save the farm. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of cool. But uh, I'm, really, I'm not really on a whole lot of sleep either. We've had uh, you know three shows in a row, a lot of traveling and uh, all that good stuff. But I got time off here. I'm looking forward to being in Vegas and to catch up with some buddies and stuff like that and just get ready for these last uh, three shows before we have our Easter break, which is going to be great. But um, yeah, just wanted to make an episode talking about the Spider-Verse challenge. And I also found it kind of like really sort of unique how as a Spider-Man fan, that was the very last one I had to do. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a cool little, I like it when the game sort of puts like pulls me in the direction of like, Hey, you should do this last because it means something to you. Like, I don't know. I, I like putting the, having the Spider-Verse be the very last challenge was a nice little way to put the ball on the whole thing. Cause if I had done portals as the last one, it probably wouldn't have been as like exciting, but you know, being a Spider-Man fan that I am and, uh, you know, Spider-Verse Champions as well, which I really enjoy. It's really cool to have them uh, sort of like be the, the final act, if you will, for the Karina's Challenge Volume 3. But if you have any questions, if you want to actually, if you want to talk about my strategy a little bit more in depth, uh, I have no problem kind of talking about what I did, uh, how I used the Champions kind of like also, you know, working my way through the first four fights as well. But I encourage uh, players out there right now before April 3rd, try to get into 3.2.6 or wherever you go to farm stuff and do your best to try and get as much as you can get done before that patch gets updated. I hope that it kind of backfires, like I said, just so the free-to-play crowd can, you know, still farm and do stuff. And I hope that Kabam kind of realizes that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay, just 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 keep putting out more content instead. And if you got to kind of maybe pull back on the difficulty of certain things to keep players happy and also keep them engaged within the game as well, then go for it. I am all about just doing content, but also giving myself a little bit of a reason, a little bit of a motivation and using my skills within the game to make my roster and my experience in the game a lot better. But anyway, I'm going to go find lunch. This is the MCOC Me podcast. Take care of your mind your body, your finances, and I'll talk to you all next time.